here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Hashtag authority. Hashtag Steph Bouncy. Hashtag SmackDown 15. Jeff Hawkins. You done digging that hole? You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Dance on your grave, dirt sheet writer. We are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Shake Them Ropes, episode 199. Uh, we are live after WWE Fastlane. Fastlane has uh, has come and gone now, Jeff. Uh, before we get big time into the show and welcome everyone for watching us live, if you are listening on the regular podcast streams, hello. Thank you also for listening. Jeff, the number one thing you got out of Fastlane tonight. That Lesnar and Goldberg's going to be for the title. Yeah, that's certainly the way it appears. That's, well, that's it. Well, <laughs> that's you, you, it. Said, you said the number one thing. I, do you want me to go into more detail? I mean, what else? Uh, I mean, it seemed like it was a match that wouldn't need the title, and they're going to make it the title. I, I mean, there's plenty of smaller issues here that arose. I don't know how many of those are going to stand, but I mean – the biggest thing coming out of this show is that they're going to make Goldberg and Lesnar for the title. Yeah. Goldberg Lesnar for the uh, championship. And uh, at this point, if I'm having to guess, it is going to be the main event of the show. I agree. I think yeah. it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to end on it and uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. The last match of the show uh, very much looks like that could be it. Uh, thanks everyone for watching the uh, show on our YouTube stream. You can subscribe voices of slash YouTube, uh, or search YouTube for shake them ropes. I want to thank everyone who is joining us in the YouTube chat. You can chat live with us as we uh, talk about the show. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter at shake them ropes at shake them ropes right now. And we will read any of the messages or tweets, uh, that may be of interest during this episode uh we got yeah we have this uh fast lane show to talk about it's the last pay-per-view leading up to wrestlemania so we're really getting into the uh the big push towards wrestlemania i think one of the things that stood out to me is not only the result of the roman reigns braun Strowman match uh but the lack of certain people on the show uh and i think the undertaker you know, you, you go through the show and you can understand, hey, if they were on to do something that involves the finish of Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, you probably have The Undertaker in there. Uh, at this point, as we saw the results with Roman Reigns defeating Braun Strowman, uh, Undertaker did not show up, so they will save that moment for a Raw down the line. A former SmackDown superstar, The Undertaker. Uh, what did you think about uh, the lack of, uh, maybe there's someone else that I'm forgetting, the lack of an Undertaker on this show, the lack of a Triple H on this show, uh, the lack of uh, much of any of the outside participants we weren't already expecting. Well, I mean, the Undertaker thing was a no-win situation because we already had matches with plenty of run-ins and plenty of interference and plenty of distractions. If you had had another one with that, this show probably wouldn't would have been more poorly thought of than I think a lot of people already think of it. 
even though it does set it up, they would have been going, well, why are we watching this right now when we could have just waited until Raw to catch everything? I, I think an Undertaker run-in would have messed things up, and I think they beat Braun Strowman for a reason here. And I think that was to help strengthen Roman as a... <laughs> Gee, he's already main evented WrestleMania twice. Why does he need strengthening? But they seem to think he does against The Undertaker, so they did. Um, I don't think Triple H was necessary here unless Seth Rollins was on the program, and he wasn't. So mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And I'm definitely not worried about having no Stephanie on because she was on plenty. For what she did, so I, I don't have I don't have a problem with actually leaving stuff for Raw to do to build up to WrestleMania. I think it would have been a mistake to put everything on this show in order to put it there. There is uh, there is certainly talk um, that this was an extended Raw episode, which it, yeah, uh, it, was. Is it was about the same length as a regular Raw, honestly. Uh, not so much a pay per view, more so a Raw leading on to WrestleMania. Uh, the longest match in the show, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman going 17 minutes and 20 seconds. The shortest match in the show, the main <laughs> event, Goldberg and Kevin Owens going 15 seconds from the bell, uh, to the end of the match with entrances though. I tweeted out before the show, uh, you know, a little pat on the back of Rob McCarron here, uh, with entrances, the segment went about 10 minutes, 15 seconds for the match, 10 minutes for the segment. Uh, all that means nothing. Uh, we'll get into this uh, this raw this uh, raw pay per view WWE Fastlane. <laughs> You're calling it a raw already. Uh, this raw pay per view, a, not, a, not a very memorable pay per view. To be WWE Fastlane, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, let's talk about the main event first, shall we? Let's talk about this 15 second main event. Um, we had our entrance. Goldberg comes in first, gassed once he makes his entry. I and mean, this guy is breathing heavy during his walk to the ring. He's just, he's just an older guy. I, I don't know. He's been doing the wrong type of working out ever since. Cause he looks in phenomenal shape. He just can't walk for two minutes without getting tired. Poor guy. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Owens, obviously not in the uh, most fantastic shape, but he's in working shape. He's been wrestling with this body for the last 10 years. He's in wrestling shape. Um, and he can go in there without getting gassed out. Uh, they, the match goes 15 seconds. We do have the return of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho comes out uh, after the the JoJo entrances uh, with the ring introductions of the names. Chris Jericho's music hits as Kevin Owens is yelling at referee Chad Patton to ring the bell. Chris Jericho's music hits. Kevin Owens gets distracted. During the entrance music of Chris Jericho, that's when Chad Patton decides to, to actually call for the bell um, so I am officially staking it right now. Fire Chad Patton. Hashtag Chad's a cheater. Uh, what a dick this guy. Ring it. Uh, calling for the uh, calling for the bell when Kevin Owens is distracted by ring entrance music of Chris Jericho. He could have probably waited a few seconds. Yeah, and I think he'll he'll bring it chewed out backstage. But uh, this match went kind of how I expected. I I had said in the Voice of Wrestling preview. Um, you're going to see Kevin Owens do his best Larry Zbysko impression of stalling and running to drag this out as strategy. And I think once the crowd starts getting sick of the routine, here comes Chris Jericho to throw Owens back in for the spear and jackhammer. Only thing I missed was he didn't physically throw him in. So this kind of went down as I expected. You get the entrance. You get Kevin Owens saying, hey, if I going back to his raw promo of saying, if I can outlast you, you have no cardio. And it turns out that he couldn't outlast him to the point where he could beat him. So I think we go to Owens and Jericho and, and this is what we're going to get. I mean, it's going to, 
let's look forward to WrestleMania real quick. Can you see any scenario in which Goldberg wins that match? At WrestleMania? Uh, I mean, unless to it's... To end it? Uh, Goldberg winning the match to end WrestleMania? Yes. Yeah, I can see Goldberg winning the match to end I can too. I think he does. I, I mean, I don't like, see, I think, I think it's hard, Yeah, I think it's harder to, to see him not winning. I, I think it's harder to see Brock Lesnar winning. But honestly, Goldberg going 3-0 and against Brock Lesnar? I I think this is the way to make it to Goldberg. Like, and come on back, Goldberg. Let's have this little mini run. You're going to lose the last one, but you will get to win the championship uh, for your son to be the hero. I mean, they played a really nice uh, promo package before this match of Goldberg explaining why he was back. He wanted to feel like the hero to the kids again. Mm-hmm. And he has felt now like the hero to the kids here in this uh, in this match with Kevin Owens winning the universal title. Um, can I see him winning the main event at WrestleMania? Of course. Can I see him losing to Brock Lesnar? Of course. It's going to be very interesting, though, that Monday night afterwards. Uh, Monday, The Monday night Raw after WrestleMania is sometimes a little bit more intriguing than the WrestleMania lately over the last couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. You are going to either have Brock Lesnar walk out with the title or you're going to even have Goldberg walk out with the title. But either way, I don't see either one of those guys having a long reign. I see the reign ending on that Monday night Raw. I, you know, it's interesting. I, I think Goldberg's over. And I think, I, I don't know how his merchandise is moving in, in regards to it, but I, I just don't think they want to kill the cash cow just yet. I think they're going to have, they're going to put the belt on him for at least 24 hours. Yeah, at least 24 hours. Um, all we know is that SmackDown, that poor SmackDown after WrestleMania, because uh, it's not going to have the feel. Of no. the Raw after WrestleMania. It's always the forgotten show, but you're going to have the first, uh, whatever John Cena does at WrestleMania here, you're going to have the first uh, the first night after of John Cena post-WrestleMania. You're going to have AJ Styles and Shane, the result of that coming out at, at SmackDown. Um, whoever wins the Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match. I mean, you're going to have reasons to watch that SmackDown. It's just not going to be the same. It's not going to feel the same. Uh, but we are getting off topic here. Yes, Goldberg wins the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, the main event of WrestleMania for the Universal title. Uh, I want to know what everyone thinks about that. Who do you think is going to walk away the champion at WrestleMania? Let us know on Twitter at ShakedownRopes or hit us up in the chat room. Uh, Good to see Rich Krejci in the chat room telling people to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe Uh to the channel if you haven't already, people. Daddy's daddy's in the chat room watching over the kids. Like the video. Mm. Rich Rich Krejci, I have heard, not a fan of the result of this Goldberg and Kevin Owens match. Not a fan whatsoever of uh, of that result. Uh, I I don't mind it. I mean, if Goldberg was going to win, I mean, what better? We still have the intrigue. I was intrigued with this match going in. We talked about it last week on Shake Them Ropes. I was intrigued with how this was going to go because I didn't think it would be 15 seconds. I didn't think the match would be like this. I thought Kevin Owens would do some stalling, have a little bit of an overhead. Um, He's the champion. And yes, he's going into WrestleMania now against Chris Jericho, and it's going to be an undercard match, and and it's going to seem like a whole new world. Kevin Owens not being in the title picture, not being a main clog uh, in the machine of Monday Night Raw, because he won't be. Triple H and Seth Rollins is going over him. Roman Reigns and The Undertaker, if that is indeed going to be the match, is going over him. Honestly, whatever Braun Strowman does is probably going over Kevin Owens. Uh, And I'm missing one. uh, Goldberg Brock Lesnar is going over him. There's a lot uh, now that has surpassed Kevin Owens in the importance structure of Monday Night Raw that he's just a little, it's going to be, it's feeling like a whole new world already. You know what? One could argue the women's match may go over that too. Oh, and, and the women's division. Absolutely. 
with the uh, with how much put they they put on Charlotte Bailey and I, Sasha Banks. Look, I understand the purist position here. I I really do, and I sympathize with it greatly. Being a person who is not exactly the biggest fan of the WWE ever in terms of my historical watching and things like that, you want Kevin Owens to be the guy on top because he's done so much for Raw. He's held the title. He's a great wrestler. You want to see great wrestling matches at WrestleMania. But that is antithetical to what Vince McMahon wants out of WrestleMania a lot of times. He wants great matches, but he wants bigger moments more, and he wants it to be more of an entertainment spectacular. And I I hesitate to say Kevin Owens isn't hurt by this because I think it all depends on what they do after all the part-timers leave and what they do with him then as to whether or not he was hurt by this or not. But this was always the plan. I, I didn't expect him to go into WrestleMania as the champ in any way. So I, did we? Did people book themselves into a shoot? I mean, who was expecting Kevin Owens to go into the... I, I think there was... You could make a case that that might be the way they go just because you don't need Goldberg and Brock Lesnar to be for yes. the championship. I, I agree with that. It wasn't so much a pro Kevin Owens deal. It was an anti, like this title, this title doesn't need to be on Brock and Goldberg, but it certainly adds something because Goldberg has won the last two against Brock Lesnar. You got to put mm-hmm. something new into it. And now it's for the championship. Could Brock be uh, going in there a little bit more motivated? Um, I, but we're, it's just amazing to me that we're going to find out at WrestleMania if Brock and Goldberg goes more than 15 seconds because we haven't seen Goldberg work that long yet. And and I don't know. And we keep thinking that at some point he has to. But really, I mean, he didn't have to tonight. They made it. They they found a way to kind of stall. They, Kevin Owens mm-hmm. still did his stalling tactics just before the bell hit, uh, which was not something uh, I expected on there. Uh, so we'll talk more about this Goldberg-Brock Lesnar uh, match coming up and more about this Goldberg-Kevin Owens main event once we get to it. But the show opened with a cruiserweight tag team match. Uh, Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa uh, defeating Brian Kendrick and Noam Dar. And this is, it just is a continuance of showing that you can put any two or any four guys in this cruiserweight division in a match. And yeah, they had the Alicia Fox storyline going on with Noam Dar. Uh, but you can put any four guys out there. I like Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa. I think they're pretty cool. We haven't really seen much of Mascara Dorada yet, of uh, Grandma Talik yet. Um, Mustafa Ali, nowhere to be uh, found on the show. Really putting a dent kind of in my Mustafa Ali is going to win Money in the Bank. Uh, really putting my dent in that one uh, right now. Uh, the ladder match at WrestleMania, if there is one, for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, any any thoughts of the uh, tag team match, Rich Swan and Akira Tozawa getting the win? It was good, but it was your standard tag team match, especially with guys who can do flips and, and dives in the two Oh five division. It, you know, you had your sh- original shine, you had your heat and then you had, you know, guys diving out to the outside and then, you know, a flurry of moves to uh, get to the finish. I, there, there was nothing special about it, but it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it wasn't a bad match, which is, which is unfortunate because this crowd was just kind of sitting on their hands until the very end. Um, and that's the way it is because these guys are on week after week. But there was nothing special about it, but it wasn't a bad match. Yeah, it was uh, It was perfectly fine for a pre-show. I don't know if any of these matches under uh, the uh, the pre-show auspices, the kickoff show, uh, if they really get you more hyped for the pay-per-view, because the WWE Network is airing these things, and it's not like you're watching a free preview and then going into the pay-per-view portion, it's not like it was before. 
where you, oh, I get to see some of the free action. And man, it really looks like a fun show. I really want to buy this pay-per-view yeah. last minute impulse buy. If, if you're watching this on the network, you already had the network. You, you can skip this match. And a lot of people do. A lot of people end up skipping this one just because it's on the pre-show. But if it were on the main card, it would have been one of the more anticipated matches probably. I, yeah, I am not a pre-show fan the way they do them because I always think that there's a match or two, like especially in history, you can go back and, and see a few of these. I think, I think there was one with the heavenly bodies way back in the day. They're really good matches and then they're not included on the pay-per-view when you wa- go back to watch them on the network. I, I just assume you do 30 minutes of a video package and then you go into the matches and the matches are great because this on the pay-per-view would have been gotten a great reaction, I think. Maybe maybe not a standing O or, or a hot crowd, but it would have gotten a pretty darn good reaction. And you moved the, the uh, Nia Jack Sasha Banks onto the main card and you ended up with filler of Jinder Mahal in a match yeah. on a main card. As opposed to putting this on there. In a match. That's where. In, in a match, too, uh, that people live thought it was the longest match in the show up to that point when it was, in fact, the shortest match in the show. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the only thing I, I have against this. But I, I really don't like the practice because, you know, I mean, and and look at the WrestleMania pre-show last year yeah. where you had, well, had, you know, two really good matches that virtually nobody saw and nobody's going to remember. Yeah, that's actually a different one because the WrestleMania pre-show, I was super hyped about that one because I, I going in was excited for Ryback and Callisto and I was interested to see what they do with the 10-woman tag. So mm-hmm. those were two matches. I didn't care about the Dudley boys match. And that 10-woman tag over-delivered. Oh, that, that it was deserves one of the best to be seen. The show. It was yeah. one of the best matches on the show. I, Lana going in there for her really short stint. Uh, Emma looking great in that one. Uh, there was nothing wrong with that. The, in the Nikki Bella moment with the neck brace coming on afterwards, Brie Bella's last match. I mean, that was a, uh, it was a memorable one. I still remember that more than almost anything else on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So this pre-show match though, uh, it was fine. It was a pre-show match, uh, kicking off the pay-per-view. Uh, there, it looked like there was some surprise. I, I generally on this pay-per-view, um, I came to it late. I was rushing through it. I, I started watching right. the show at about, uh, at about nine actually. Uh, getting through it. Um, and I, I tried to stay off of Twitter because I was so far behind. I, I didn't watch much of Twitter. I posted a couple of times at Shake Them Ropes uh, during the show, uh, and but didn't really read a lot what was going on. Um, and it looked like in the brief parts that I did read, people were surprised that Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe was going on first. Uh, it seemed to be the, the general reaction that it was it was likable. I think this match benefited from the fact that it was on first, even though the Milwaukee crowd was a little bit slow going on this one. Uh, and the match was about Samoa Joe being a monster. I mean, Sami Zayn is a cool underdog, but this story is not about Samoa Joe, or not about uh, Sami Zayn right now. If, if Sami Zayn, uh, maybe now is the time to put him in the cruiserweight division, because what else is Sami Zayn going to do? He's been demolished by Braun Strowman. He's been demolished by Samoa Joe. It doesn't seem like there's anything going on for him right now. He's going to be in this Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, he's Jack Swagger. He's getting close to Jack Swagger territory here. Uh, but Samoa Joe, it's all about him. I thought it was funny later on in the, in the show. Samoa Joe gets the win over Sami Zayn here. Later on in the show, Mick Foley comes out and talks, or he's in the hallway. And he, he gets to Samoa Joe. And he tells him not to interfere in the Kevin Owens match. As if it's like Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens are super aligned right now. Like, what does Mick Foley know that we don't know? Because right now you can just kind of, you don't know if they're aligned. 
Samoa Joe was just attacking Sami Zayn on Raw last week when Sami Zayn happened to be an opponent for Kevin Owens. We don't know if they're aligned. Mick Foley is assuming, hey, stay out of Kevin Owens' way in this match tonight as if Samoa Joe was even going to be a part of it. Um, are they are they tipping their hand that, yes, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens are going to be aligned here shortly in any possible way? Or is it just one of those things where Mick Foley needs something to do? I think they're just hinting that both are aligned with Hunter. That, that's all. I, I don't know if you'll ever see an official alliance of any kind. It'd be great to have, but I, I don't necessarily see that happening. I, I found it interesting that we had three matches on this show with virtually the same story of the killer versus the scrappy underdog. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and in one case, the scrappy underdog is just the guy who wins every single one of his singles matches, Roman Reigns. Right. Yeah, Roman Reigns. <laughs> he, he can do underdog with the... Oh, when Michael Cole and when all the announcers, who was, I think it was even Corey Graves. No, it was Byron. It had to have been Byron. Uh, all the critics didn't think Roman Reigns could do it. Who are these critics? I want to know who what the <laughs> names are of these critics. Rich uh, Krejci. Because oh, I, I, I mean, what person now I thought Braun Strowman, might, I, I tweeted out beforehand. I was going out on a limb. I thought Braun Strowman was going to win this match. No, of course I thought there might be some type of interference from somebody undertaker, a surprise, something, the lights go out, who knows? Uh, Cause undertaker's got to get his comeuppance for Roman Reigns, eliminating him from the Royal rumble at some point. This, yeah, this match, the, the, the Zane Joe match went kind of how I expected. Yeah. I thought it was very, very good for what it was. But they don't get, I mean, look, they, they in their heads, they protect Sami Zayn by having him not tap and have him just go out. I don't see that because they killed him against Braun Strowman. All I could think was, man, imagine if this was an NXT main event that could go 35 minutes, how great this match would be right now. But this is what the main event is, or the main roster is. So, you know, Joe looked good. He had, uh, he had to face some adversity. Yeah, and he just yeah. moves on to to more of a a tougher echelon, upper echelon opponent, I think. Kitolos in the uh, YouTube chat asks, Sami Zayn is great in this spot. Why do you think there is nothing else for him to do? Uh, I don't think there's anything else for him to do in WWE, period. I just don't see what he's going to do in the next month leading up to WrestleMania. There, I mean, there's no storyline for him right now. Uh, I think Sami Zayn is great, too. But he just spent the last three months getting demolished by Braun Strowman and getting demolished tonight by Samoa Joe. What is he going to do tomorrow? Uh, is he going to attack Roman Reigns and that's a program? I just he's the he's the odd man out currently. Uh, yes, he's the odd and- man out leading into WrestleMania. He's going to be stuffed in the Battle Royal. I don't know what he does. He's going to be on main event a couple of times. He's going to be on the on the C shows. But he's you know what he's going to get? He's going to get the, he's going to get the hope spot in the Battle Royal. Titus that's O'Neil. what he's going to get. He's, he's going to get eat. thrown out by Titus O'Neil. He's going to get the hope spot and thrown out by <laughs> Titus or Big Show or someone like that. Or Baron well, Corbin. Baron Corbin show up in that match for all I know. Well, look, to, to your point, Vince Mc, or to the uh, commenter's point, Vince McMahon doesn't know how to book, quote-unquote, work guys. He knows how to book look guys and character guys. And if they have a great match, great. You know, it, it's I, – I sort of agree. I, I – God, you know, you, you kind of think maybe Sammy in 205 or NXT would be better off, but – this is his spot in the main roster, and you know you don't want it to be seen as a demotion, so you just kind of have to live with it. Yeah, Samojo uh, getting the win, Sami Zayn. Who knows what's going to happen uh, with him? Uh, next match on the show, we had Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson against Enzo and Cass. Gallows and Anderson retain the tag team championships. 
with New Day hosting WrestleMania and Enzo and Cass losing this one, there there was some controversy. I mean, the finish of this match, it, it definitely looks like they might be doing something with uh, with Enzo Amore uh, not being in position to lose, if you will, or whatever. Uh, but does this go to WrestleMania, or is this kind of uh, kind of finished on one of these Raws here in the next couple of weeks? Like, what? Where is the division headed to WrestleMania here? I. It's one of two things. It's either the rematch because of the way the match ended, which I think is the more likely choice. A one-on-one match. But not, but not on WrestleMania. I don't see Gallows and Anderson and Enzo and Cass, unless it is on the pre-show. It's, a, it's in the Dudley Boys and Uso spot on the pre-show. Yes. No, that's where I think it is exactly. I think it's on the pre-show, or, or it's a three-way with Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. But, I don't, but I think those two are probably going to be in the Battle Royal. Or a four-way with Rusev and uh, Jinder Mahal. No, I think that team ended this week uh um, yeah 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 um oh, yeah. but i i, I think it's a one-on-one sad, match and it's, sad, and it's probably sad fail failing tag team division sad the, the tag no. team division is so failed when i was on when i was the owner of monday night raw the tag team division was so good now it's a complete disaster cesaro's going out there boring the people people are bored sad no, I, I think it's a one-on-one match in the pre-show or a, a team-on-team match in in the pre-show, and I think probably they, it's probably the last match in the pre-show, and it gives them the belts to win it, to go in hot, so to speak. Going hot after the two-hour pre-show, headed into the four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour WrestleMania show. Yes, the tongue is firmly in cheek on that one, Rob McCarron. All right, Sasha especially Bl- since I'm going to, especially since I'm going to be there live, and I can't put it on pause or nothing. Just get into the building early. Don't let another situation like last year happen. I mean, no one could get into the AT&T stadium. I was in. I was in, and I was good. It's just going to depend on when the bus gets there this year. When the bus gets there. I didn't know Jerome Bettis was going. That's uh, that's an interesting tidbit. Um, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. This match is the number one or two or three contendership match for the uh, for the women's championship of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Sasha Banks gets the win. Um, a little surprising. I was expecting a little leg drop action from Nia Jax, uh, giving her more credence to be in this match at WrestleMania. But uh, where do you stand now after we've seen this fast lane pay per view? Uh, four way or three way at WrestleMania? Man, I'm hoping it's three way. I, it, I think three way. I'm hoping that, and I think it'll be a great match. Hopefully, um, I. You know what? People are crapping a lot on this match, but I think Sasha did a lot in this match to help Naya and especially just kind of the towards the end there where she was contorting her body to get out of those, to, to get into the reversals to put in the sleeper is very much like the Bailey Nia Jax match in NXT for the title. At one time, I think she made Naya look very, very good, but hopefully this eliminates Nia Jax from the equation. I, I don't have full faith that it does. Because I think the three-way match could be really could steal the show, kind of like the women's match was up there last year. I think this could be the same kind of thing. Um, and I think you know, I think Sasha Banks did well for herself in this match, working with someone who is not as crisp as one might say. But Nia Jax is improving. Don't get me wrong; she's improving. She's just not to me at that really good to great level yet she's she's still a very capable monster and she does the monster spots and she's selling a lot better and i thought you know especially at the end there i thought 
Sasha did quite well doing all the reversals and, and with the chokes and the guillotines and things of that nature. It's uh, it's interesting. Cause yeah, I, I like Nia Jax. I like what she, uh, how she's I like evolved. Her. I, I like I how like she's evolved from NXT. Uh, it's kind of the same thing on Alexa Bliss. Uh, not a lot of people give Alexa Bliss the credit I think she deserves. Um, and, and she's really performed her character really well. Uh, I, I just Here, don't see how Nia Jax fits in the four-way. So I, no. I'm kind of glad it goes into the three-way because I think the match will be better off for it. And that's not, uh, yeah. I guess that in a way is a push against Nia Jax. No, I, no, no, like, no, no, no. You're, you're taking the same yeah. angle I am yeah. by, by thinking that saying that Nia Jax would be a detriment to this match is insulting Nia Jax. It's yeah. not. She is fine for the talent level she is at right now. But for WrestleMania, I think this three-way match, I think it's perfectly having those three together. Um, here's the thing I don't understand because this happened. I, I noticed this in the Charlotte match too. What is it about the women's matches where they have to shout these weird trash talking things during the match? They're basically the catchphrases that they've been using in the build. Like Nia Jax yelling, you're a stupid little girl. You're just a stupid little girl. And Charlotte saying, I was born for this. I'm genetically superior. You're just, you're a, just a stupid fan. fan. I, I don't fan. understand why the women have to do this in every kind of pay-per-view match. It, it just seems very odd because the guys oh. don't have to do this. But I mean, I don't. who says they even have to? Maybe they're just getting into it more. Maybe they're okay. doing better at their job than some of the guys are. You know, I, right. I would like Braun to be a little bit more vocal. I know he's the monster, but, you know, say some words sometimes. Luke Harper's doing it more. Luke Harper's doing that more in his matches. I'll buy right. that then. Yeah, okay. so, I mean, sometimes you see that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting going into this WrestleMania show because something's going to happen with Bailey and Sasha, too. I mean, it's going to happen. They can't just be best friends like this. It can't happen. Uh, we uh, Next, we had Cesaro and Jinder Mahal. Uh, Cesaro, Jinder Mahal went... <laughs> 20 seconds. It felt like 15 minutes, apparently, to the people live and to some of the people who are watching. Uh, <laughs> Jinder Mahal getting a singles match on a pay-per-view here. It is the year 2017, everybody. Uh, different kind of craziness going on this year. I don't... Why did we need this breakup angle? That's my... It's so superfluous. Just say, I don't want to tag with you anymore. Okay, great. I mean, it had been three weeks since the tag team broken up. So, I mean, we had to get something going on. I mean, people were forgetting about <laughs> Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho was gone. You had to have a, a, a – in my way, this is – who knows? This could be brilliant foreshadowing. Here, we're going to tease some tag team dissension. We're going to have a tag team breakup on the show, and then a really meta way we're, of foreshadowing the Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho angle later on in the show. We're going to be, like, getting people thinking, oh, tag team broke up here. You know who else just recently broke up? Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens. Man, I wonder when Chris Jericho is going to come back and get his comeuppance on Kevin Owens. And then two hours later, you see the main event. Chris Jericho's back. I knew they were going to do this. And you get the people all excited about it. This match was a build towards the main event of WrestleMania for the U.S. Championship. <laughs> wow. That was a long way to go for, for a nothing joke. But but I appreciate I, I appreciate the hustle. I'm telling you, wow. Jimmy Jacobs is back there. You know, he's working like three or four <laughs> levels ahead of any anyone else. I just, man, I, number one, I, I want to get as cut as Mahal did in the, that short of a time. Uh, send me send me your regimen, brother, because I, I I need that for WrestleMania to look good for uh, the three ladies who who are gonna go. Um, <laughs> I you know I I don't understand why this had to be a fifty fifty match with Cesaro. 
I mean, Cesaro is a guy you can actually build up to something. Do this with Sheamus, who they yeah. like Sheamus better. They just let's face it. I know it, that's they such like weird. Better. That's just that's just gobsmackingly weird to me. But I like you know Sheamus is fine, but I don't understand why we need to give Jinder Mahal so much offense, especially after he got destroyed after the match. And I don't think we're gonna see him again. I think this is it for him. We have uh, some very important questions in the YouTube chat. I need to get oh, no. to, so we are we are uh, pausing the review of WWE Fastlane here for one moment. Uh, okay. Megs nineteen in the chat room asks, "Does Jeff have a Billabong shirt on?" I do. Billabong. Billabong. Why is uh, I would like to know why my shirt in the I don't know if people are seeing this on the video. Why I am like backwards? I'm reversed. In the camera, I'm like ambulance here on my shirt. I don't know. Can you guys see? Am I uh, am I reversed? I don't know. I don't know what's happening with. You're this not camera. on my camera. I can still read Alaskan Brewing Company. On it does. Shirt, it does. One. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. But this but it very... might for YouTube. It might for the YouTube when it kind of mirrors it. So. Yeah. This is very. Uh, this is very weird. Seeing. Uh, seeing. That's my... an important question. Yeah. It's very important. Uh, hit us up uh, <laughs> on the uh, YouTube chat. Also, Chris Allen, when I was doing an impression of a, uh, apparently of a current U.S. president, uh, Chris Allen says, Rob, your hands are too big to do that impression. <laughs> sad, sad impression by bald wrestling podcast host. I don't know why I'm seeing, I'm seeing everything reversed on me. Apparently the YouTube chat is good. We're not, you're not seeing me reversed right now. So. Fa- failing shake them ropes host. Sad. Failing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I heard this. Pod- hey, if we can get tweeted out by uh, by Trump, I, I'm going to clip up that impression and put it out there. I'm going to get retweeted by President Trump. And uh, who is this guy? Had enough of this. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to get that going. Uh, what is next on this show? Cesaro defeated Jinder Mahal, by the way. Hooray, Cesaro getting a win. Uh, mm-hmm. Big show and Rusev. Uh, immediately happened after that. So Big Show's still getting the old push as he heads into the uh, Memorial oh, this, Battle Royal. This is more of a... This wasn't even just a push. This was... I think they've fallen in love with him. I do. After after the match with Braun and after his physique, I think they've fallen in love with Big Show again because there's no reason to destroy Rusev this bad. And, and I mean, my I, I was watching this going, my God, this is something i mean i think we can pretty much safely say the shack match is off right uh yeah the the shack match is not happening maybe they're maybe they're gonna do a rematch with braun maybe they're not going into the battle royal maybe maybe i don't know but but they they they, i thought that it looked like they're gonna do something with them after this in some way but i do think they're gonna put them both in battle royal so whatever i i was just amazed at the amount of uh I mean, just how dead Rusev is after this. Yeah, I mean, no pulse. Uh, we weren't, we're what, two, three months away uh, removed from Rusev kind of getting built up to being a big deal again. And now he's, and then you put him in Jinder Mahal. When he, when he was put with Jinder Mahal, you knew, okay, this is the end of Rusev. Maybe, maybe with Enzo Amori, the whole Enzo Amori thing kind of killed both guys. Maybe, they but recovered yet. handsome Rusev being handsome. Maybe it was the haircut. Maybe they I, got mad at him for getting his hair cut. I am really shocked now that we think about it more. I am perplexed that we have, for two months now, a major mainstream news story with uh, with the presidency in Russia 
And here we have Russian Lana and her formerly Russian, now Bulgarian again, husband Rusev, that they haven't done something. They did. With, I, I mean, I mean, more than just one little tiny angle on a TV show. Wow. I, I'm talking about like a, uh, I mean, the Jack Swagger storyline again. You know, not with Jack Swagger, obviously, but with something where, where it's an actual angle going into WrestleMania. Use it as a as a fuel to a match at WrestleMania. I'm I'm stunned that it hasn't been like you get you get the end of the Oscars with the Academy Award for Best Picture. You have that as a little joke that you use on Raw. Now, of course, that got a longer storyline than this Rusev thing because they kept making jokes on Raw and SmackDown. Every single one bombed, and they kept trying to one up their bombing. Uh, but you have this Rusev deal, and I'm surprised it hasn't been a Russia versus America thing all over again. We're we're a couple of years removed now from the Jack Swagger scenario, which was awesome, by the way. They seem to forget that Jack Swagger was incredible in that. Uh, I, I'm just a little surprised they haven't done something more with it, playing off the mainstream news. We're also two years from this guy having come out at WrestleMania in a tank. In a tank. In a <laughs> I mean, which tank, was awesome. Everybody. Which was awesome, and now... He'll be lucky to make the battle royal, I think. Yeah. What if there is not a battle royal? What if at WrestleMania, because there's a lot of matches so far for this WrestleMania show, uh, I want to see all the dudes who would normally be in the battle royal in a 28-man tag team match against all the dudes that would be in the cruiserweight battle royal. (laughs) I want to see a 14 versus 14 cruiserweights versus team big show match. And I want to see who wins. I, I want to see the three months or the three weeks of storylines where both teams try to recruit Callisto. Well, well, Rob, they think that the Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal is a star making thing. Callisto. You got to be on our team here. Come on, Callisto. <laughs> like big shows recruiting Callisto. Big, come on, Callisto. You need to be on our team. You beat Ryback last year. And then Dolph and then Dolph Ziggler hits him with a chair. <laughs> and Dolph Ziggler just goes nuts and Dolph Ziggler doesn't know what team he wants to be on. And then he recruits a couple of the guys and all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's a 9 versus 9 versus 9 team and you just have to kick someone out. Just have to kick someone out of there. War games and yeah, okay. Yeah, no, uh, some type of war. War games is never coming back by the way. I know, it's You got to you got to let that one go. Uh, let's see what else happened on this pay-per-view. There were a lot of matches. Next match up, Neville versus Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher, uh, you know, valiant effort, uh, gentlemanly effort, uh, but the king prevails. Neville wins the Cruiserweight Championship match. 12 minutes. Uh, what do you make about the Red Arrow coming back when that's been a pretty big storyline where Neville refused to use it? I think it's fine. I think it's a perfect thing to finish off a guy for a big match. And I think Jack Gallagher bumped like a champ for this. I mean, that, that back suplex he took was insane. Um, I, I can't give proper credit, but I saw the tweet. Oh, it looks like Jack Gallagher's given up the fancy mat work for just taking insane bumps. And I think that was the story of this match was that Jack Gallagher got thrown around like a rag doll. And then Michael Cole said, he should feel no shame about losing. So <laughs> I guess that's the story we should take out of it. I think it was a great match, I think. And I think it, you know, it's a nice little story that Neville has to pull out the red arrow for matches where he can't just dominate, where he has to pull out the big move for the win. Not just a big move, Jeff. A huge move. Huge. Huge. The move. best move. The best move in 205. 
No one gets higher. We gotta we gotta stop this this joke. It's terrible. No one gets <laughs> higher. Um anyway, uh what happened next was the best match of the night. The best. The best match, the best segments, the best Braun Strowman. Um I'm starting to love the crowd going absolutely uh crazy booing Roman Reigns and not an anti-Roman Reigns thing. Cause I, I happen to be a little bit of a fan of Roman Reigns. Okay. I think Roman Reigns delivers on pay-per-views. I'm generally excited for his matches on pay-per-views. Um, and I think he can get something good out of the undertaker and undertaker can get something good out of him. I am looking forward to Roman Reigns working with the undertaker just so, cause Roman Reigns needs the next step. Um, and short of working with like a triple H who, who's got other things to do. Um, I think working with The Undertaker is the last kind of gateway. Maybe not the last one, but a huge gateway for Roman Reigns. Anyway, I'm excited about Roman Reigns. I was excited for this match. Braun Strowman's been coming on like a train lately. Um, and they go 17 minutes. It's the longest match of the night. Uh, I thought Braun Strowman was going to win with a couple of the near falls. And let me ask you this, Jeff. Is Braun Strowman running into turnbuckles and failing the new flare going up to the top rope? Because yes. this, this guy fails every single time he tries to run into the term. I mean, whether it's the leg and going out of the ring, whether it's the shoulder into the ring post, uh, whether it's the jump and miss and he goes over the top rope out to the ring. I mean, this guy, this guy can't charge the turnbuckles. He fails every single time. Yes. To answer your question, yes. It's the new flare going off the top rope or failing to get out a move off the top rope. Um, let me ask you this, because this was the interesting thing. I, I don't understand the anger here. There was a lot of anger on Twitter for Braun over, Strowman losing this match. Oh, over the, over the losing. I thought you were going to say there was a lot of anger about the white soles on Roman Reigns' shoes. <laughs> that was a bit uh, off-putting, but I guess they're like 450 Belgian speed trainers or something. I, I, I retweeted that, or German, I think. But, uh, oh, oh speed trainers? Well, they are not working. <laughs> uh, look i don't run that fast either so I, I can't but anywho um there's a lot of just people just going they, they beat him clean just to build him up or undertaker yes they built him clean just to build him up or undertaker for for the for the wrestlemania i i didn't have a problem with it because i don't never saw braun Strowman as being the guy that you're gonna build the company around he's that andre the giant he's gonna be number two Always, I think. I never saw him as being number one, so I think he's fine yeah. in this. Oh, he's not He's not a guy who's going to be the number one top babyface anytime soon, and he's not right now needed right. as the number one heel because you have Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need to be in that number one position. And honestly, losses sometimes aren't going to hurt him. Lo not losing is what hurt Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns always winning is what got the crowd to negatively turn on him. Same with uh, John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you have some losses there. You can't say that Braun Strowman is getting overpushed. If you're trying to be a smart fan out there and and you like Braun now, but you turn against him one time because uh, or later on because he's winning every single match and he shouldn't be the guy that they're pushing. Well, you can't you don't have that ammo right now because he's not the guy that they're pushing ahead of everyone else. Uh, and, and there's time you can rehab a guy like Braun Strowman. You can. Oh, yeah. He wins. He beats up a couple of small dudes every once in a while. He he pins Big Show again. He does. Let me tell you crazy. how you rehab him. You rehab him. The, the moment he hits that move off the top rope is the moment he's rehabbed. Yeah, Boom. Uh, yeah. There you go. Could be tomorrow night on Raw, for all we know. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Um, no. 
I, I don't think about the top rope move, but so he's probably going to be in some type of battle Royal or whatever multi-man match they do. Uh, Cause we haven't heard anything about the battle Royal yet. And we're a month away. Um, True. I imagine we'll start seeing that this week on raw, maybe next week. Uh, yeah, I, you have plenty of things you can do. If the guy wasn't going to be in an important singles match at WrestleMania, he doesn't have to be winning matches against Roman Reigns right now. He can win Rome. He can win the matches against Roman Reigns later on. I, there is time. Uh, we are in a world where we want everything now. I get it. Uh, but you don't have to have everything now. It's okay that Roman won. He is going to go into WrestleMania as a massive heel against The Undertaker. And what's hilarious is that he's going to be a huge underdog again. They're going to try to sell Roman Reigns as a huge underdog against The Undertaker, even though he just beat Braun Strowman. He's a former world champion. He wins every match he's in. He's going to go in against the streak. You know, he, headlined, over. he headlined WrestleMania last year against Triple H for the title. How is yeah. he an underdog and he, in any and he way? Headlined, he headlined the year before that as well. Yes. Don't, don't forget that in the triple threat match against Seth Rollins and Brock. That wasn't a triple threat, I think. That was a... Uh... No. No. It was a singles match with Brock, but it was a triple threat that made it <laughs> the show. It was a triple threat match with Seth Rollins, sir. All right. All right. First of all, how dare you question my knowledge of history? I am like a steel trap memory-wise in the history of WWE. Thank you. I remember all. I'm an encyclopedia, is basically... I mean, last week we discovered I'm a great journalist. This week we <laughs> discovered that I am an encyclopedia of knowledge. Okay. I've been served. You you let that one sit the appropriate <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> Thank you. This week you did very good. So Roman Reigns. I try not. I try not. To, I try not to jump on your jokes too Thank much, you, sir. I, Thank I you. <laughs> Bailey, Charlotte Flair. The pay per view streak is uh, is done for. Um, I was uh, yeah a little a little surprised that the pay per view streak ended on this one, but it looks like it, I mean, they're going to use it. They're going to use it for fuel to WrestleMania. So if it's going to add a little fire to the WrestleMania match, so be it. And that's the important show, but. I mean, this is the beest of B pay-per-views, and they ended the Charlotte pay-per-view streak without much talk going into it. I don't think they ended it. I really don't. I think she's gonna. It's gonna be the same as the Bailey getting her or Charlotte getting her shoulder up for the three count. I think she's gonna have her lawyers come in and and say no, it doesn't count, and that's gonna be the canon. I do. I think that's probably the the direction they're going. I I I don't know. I. I was kind of thinking that it would be a big deal for someone to break the streak at WrestleMania. I do. I thought that would be kind of one of those signature WrestleMania moments. Yeah. But now no, I, I agree. God, now I can see Charlotte winning at WrestleMania. Starting which is pay-per-view streak. Yeah. I, I mean, just like last year when Sasha needed the win more than anybody. I, I think uh, kind if, of cement her and if I had to pick to right, honestly, if yeah, if I had to pick right now, I think so, uh, Sasha, if it's a three way, I think Sasha wins at WrestleMania. I'm yeah. going to go out on that limb. I think she's the one. Um, I kind of want to take some people to task who just because of that elbow spot decided that, Oh, well, Bailey stinks. Now she's still the workhorse of this division. I mean, just watching her in that match. I mean, not that Charlotte's bad, but Charlotte, you know, she does the bigger spots overall but bailey is still kind of the workhorse of the division in my opinion i, I don't understand people turning on her just because of one botched move i mean geez charlotte almost killed sasha banks at SummerSlam, so you know let, let let's hold off on 
on on the i mean look you can chant you effed up a couple times and then get over it and move on with your life okay how did the ref not disqualify bailey i don't know i you mean yeah Sasha Banks got involved. She didn't just cause the distraction. Michael Cole was selling it like Sasha Banks caused the distraction. Now, granted, Charlotte kind of made quick work of Sasha as she came down. Uh, But Sasha interfered once fully in this match, making contact with Charlotte and then distracting for the finish, which was also weird because the ref was taking uh, Sasha's word that Charlotte was using the trunks. He was completely on the other side. He didn't see anything happen. He was just... You know, Sasha's trustworthy, right? So he was believing her that Sasha or that Charlotte must be using the trunks and and Mm. broke up a pinning attempt. It was very strange. But yeah, you have the ref looking right at it and there was no disqualification. I thought that could have been worked out a little bit better. We need the WWE rule book that just came out. I want to see if there's a rule that thou shalt not interfere and cause physical harm to an opponent. Because it seems to me that they call that a disqualification more often than not. And that'll probably be the... That'll, you know what? That that'll probably be the way out. That that might also be the the way out. Of Have you read any of the rule book yet? No. Yeah, I thought it was fun that hey, it's a fun little book that they're trying to sell. I think um, Sean Ross Sapp and 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 less more of Talking Sheet have it. And, and have been reading it, but I, I just expected, you know, a book of like 34 blank pages yep. and saying, thanks a lot, sucker. I mean, I won't pay for it. <laughs> I'm not no. going to pay for that book. If someone wants to send it to if WWE, you are, you are listening to this and you want to send it to me for free. I'll review it and I'll give you, I'll give you a plus reviews. I can be bought easily. Uh, speaking of being bought easily, blueapron.com slash shake three meals free right now. If you need some food coming up for March and they got some good ones, they got some good chicken dishes coming up too. Uh, I'm oh, really? getting my blue apron meals delivered next week and I'm uh, pretty excited. I'm getting the family sizes again uh, to feed the, to feed me basically for like four days. Uh, blueapron.com slash shake this podcast sponsored by blue apron three meals free right now. Uh, easy. You get the ingredients sent right to you. You get the cooking instructions. You don't have to go to the grocery store to get all of the best foods. They're delivered right to you. Blueapron.com slash shake. Uh, so go try out three meals free right now from blue apron at that website address. Uh, so yeah, we have Bailey retaining the championship. Sasha Banks came out to celebrate with her afterwards. Yeah, something's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks. Maybe it happens at WrestleMania during the match, but there's going to be a there's going to be some type of multi man match. It's gonna it's got to be Sasha and Charlotte and Bailey, maybe even Nia Jax. Um, probably not Emma. I mean, Emma disappeared. She hasn't come back. She made that one little minute of an entrance talking about how Emmalina is dead, and she's nowhere to be found. <laughs> Can't believe you brought up Emma on this show. Well, it leads to uh, it leads to nothing really. I just wanted to bring up Emma. I miss Emma. I miss Emmalina. I miss Emma. I'm sorry. I, I maybe she'll be involved in whatever they're doing with these divas of the past, these divas of future past. I don't know. Are you an X Men fan, Jeff? My brother was more the Marvel fan, but uh, I've enjoyed a few of the movies. I'm looking forward to seeing Logan eventually. I liked yeah, X Men. X2 was really, really good, but other than that, they're they're hit and miss. I watched this Logan movie yesterday. What'd you think? I liked it. I've I've never seen okay. any of the X-Men. I okay. I've never seen any of them, but I'm more uh, of a D I was more of the DC guy in the family, other than Spider-Man. I'm not I'm not super I'm I'm not a big comic book. I have nothing against comic books or anything. I've just never gotten into them. You're more uh, into like science fiction or wizards or what? Uh baseball? Uh, baseball. 
Come on, you have some nerd. Don't 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 give me this. You 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 have something nerdy in, in your in your field other than um it's, know, ro- it's roto ball. It's Sunday night, twelve oh three Eastern on a early Monday morning, <laughs> and I'm talking to you on Google Hangouts <laughs> about <and wrestling>. YouTube <laughs> about a raw brand pay per view headlined by a 15 second match from a guy whose prime was in 1999. Jeff, mm, yes. Okay. We all share this wonderful nerdy thing <laughs> of pro wrestling. Uh, you're yes, you caught me, you got me. Shock. Shock you know what on. I mean. Okay, fine. Shock and awe. No, nothing again. I just never got into the comic books or anything. Uh, sci-fi. I don't know. I people people look at me funny when I say I've never people watched sh- any of the X Men movies or I've never watched any of the Matrix movies. I've um, never seen any of the Matrix movies. Lord of the Rings. Never seen it. Um, okay. I don't know. I just never, I never got into, maybe I didn't go to a lot of movies. I don't know. It's probably more it than anything else. Uh, but anyway, judging your value over replacement players in your Roto league. I have no leagues this year for <laughs> fantasy baseball. I tell you, uh, no time for it. There's a lot going on. Um, speaking of a lot going on, uh, and no time for it next week. Jeff, uh, this week's episode is 199. We're talking this WWE Fastlane pay-per-view. Next week on the show, it's our big 200th episode of Shake Them Ropes, where we'll be deep diving into some of the announced matches, where I assume we'll have some announced matches at the next two Raws and SmackDowns of uh, of WrestleMania 33. Uh, so a big show on the road to WrestleMania, our 200th episode. And uh, Jeff, you and I have to talk about some of the details yet, but we're gonna we're gonna have some uh, we're gonna have some fun things going on this 200th episode, and some uh, some big stuff. What I really want to do is I want to have a big push of I, I want you guys out there who are listening and watching this on the YouTube show. Uh, I would like to renew our push on getting some reviews out there. You know, reviewing the show on iTunes, reviewing the show on Stitcher. Uh, you know, helping us reach a little bit bigger audience. You know, I, I want to really see if we can do anything about getting in like the t- those top categories on iTunes charts. Um, so we're going to we're going to have a little drive next week on episode 200 uh, to get some reviews in out there. So if you like the show, uh, by all means, next week on go on iTunes, even if you don't listen to the show on iTunes, leave a rating and review of our show. Uh, tell people what you like about it. You want to tell people what you don't like about it? That's fine. I, no, I don't no, know if, if Jeff's you, ego no, can take on, it. Hold on, hold on. If you hate the show, lie. Lie. Why say you love it? <laughs> if you hate the show, let others hate us too. Yes. Yes. Uh, but no, we're we're gonna be talking about some things next week on Shake Them Ropes 200. So I hope you guys join us. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Uh, before we go, the Hardy Boys and Bully Ray of all people uh, showed up in Ring of Honor. The Hardy Boys talking about signing with Ring of Honor. Uh, no one knows yet if it's going to be a short-term thing or a long-term thing. There's conflicting reports out there. Uh, we hear that it's going to be a short-term thing. Um, we have uh, pretty confident in the people that say this is going to be a short-term thing, but who knows? But what do you make of Bully Ray? Bully Ray is kind of a surprise. Uh, Ring of Honor trying to attract some of the more mainstream, uh, more mainstream talents and the fans of those talents. Bully Ray and the Hardys in Ring of Honor. I don't think Bully Ray was ever a guy who wanted to leave. I think they kind of said, well, we're kind of done with you on this run. And because you're not with uh, Devon anymore, um, they never saw him as the singles guy, say that TNA had built him up to be. I think he can do something in Ring of Honor. And I think I think the Hardys in Ring of Honor is kind of a good fit over over the WWE because it gives 
I mean, what they want to do is be creative, and I think Ring of Honor is small enough and, for lack of a better term, humble enough to let them do their own thing. So, I mean, I think this is a pretty darn good match, and especially since they won't have to be on the road. It makes that Las Vegas pay-per-view a lot more exciting than it was. Yeah, because you have in uh, in what? It's this Friday? Uh, this, this, this Friday, man. This Friday, live from Las Vegas, you have the Hardys on the 15th anniversary pay-per-view. You have the TV tapings the next night. And then you have April 1st, the Supercard of Honor, where they were supposed to originally have the match with the Young Bucks. And now it looks like that'll be a rematch with the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. I think the Young Bucks win it back on that show because I think that's going to be the the last night of the Hardys and Ring of Honor because uh, I think they're going to WWE after that. But who knows? Maybe they're going to be in Ring of Honor for even longer. Um, and they can be on the TV tapings uh, later on. Uh, and and have a pretty good run because you can do the independent shows. You can keep your merchandising. You can keep all your independent booking dates. Uh, the Hardys, maybe they like that freedom, and that's what they want to do. So ROH adds Bully Ray and the Hardy Boys. TNA adds Magnus and Matt Morgan. Who got the better of that deal? Oh, I'm going to guess you're, uh, you're laughing because it's, it's Ring of Honor. I thought we were going to end there, actually. Um, I should have. I should have. Oh, what did I do? I failed. <laughs> I failed. That is absolutely I, the ending of the show. Oh, man. Look, I like Magnus. I don't know if he'll ever be a great performer in the ring, I, but I like him personally. Matt Morgan always seemed personable, but just they always he was always the guy that, you know, you heard was going to be huge, and then they never really got to that point, and really that's – it's a lot of the fault of WWE for that first run of his where he gave him the stuttering gimmick. And after that, it was just all downhill. I mean, but with Galloway and the Hardys and Mia Yim and, you know, I mean, I agree. I think Lanza nailed this. I think if it's a cost-benefit analysis thing, you take guys who can work on the cheap and names will come in on a, on a per diem basis. So if that's what they want to do, fine. I don't. I don't see anything creative coming out of there, but I like the team that they have. I mean, it was the team that wrote TNA when I liked it the most, but I don't think they can get that magic back. And I think they're going to get a lot of guys who, uh, you know, are on the indie scene, but may not be the best, but they'll, they'll kill themselves for, for, for television exposure. Lawson in the YouTube chat asks, is Chris Masters still working? And yes, I believe Chris Masters showed up at the impact tapings. Uh, oh, and really and was, Chris Adonis, he, I believe, he's is already, what he's going on as he's, now. He's already an upgrade over Bennett and Canellas, I think. <laughs> Let me, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you have Jeff Jarrett running the show there in uh, in TNA now, so he's bringing back some of the people that he he had working for him in in uh, Global Force Wrestling. He brought Chris uh, Masters in. He's got Magnus coming back, Matt Morgan. Uh, now, granted, half of his talents and a lot of his champions are in WWE now, uh, so we can't get everybody back. Uh, but let me ask you this, Jeff. How much money have you made from Global Force Gold? Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.